Glad to have you with us now for Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd here with Ed Cannon, president of FEBC, and I'm glad we have this chance to talk, Ed, because it's hard to nail you down sometimes. You are. I'd, I'd like to see your passport sometime. <laughs> well, there's two of them. Okay. <laughs> and they're both really thick. You know, you can't get the extra pages anymore. Oh, so right. I'm going to see if they'll let me have three, but well, okay. we'll do the best we can. Yeah, I know you have two because sometimes one is uh, in the hands of a government who needs to uh, supply a visa and you need it to travel with the other one. Yeah. So I know how that works, but boy, yeah. you, the Lord has really uh, equipped you for this uh, for this job, if you want to call it that at FEBC, <laughs> this ministry, I should call it, of, uh, of travel. And, and uh, you know, I know how encouraging it is for the staff around the world to get those visits from you. I mean, that... Oh. That means a lot to them. Yeah. And you know what, Wayne? It's interesting. It probably means more to me than it does to them because, hmm. you know, you see in these difficult circumstances all around the world how dedicated the staff are, how loyal they are to the fulfillment of the mission uh, of FABC, which has never changed since our inception. You know, we're here to take the gospel to the least reached around the world. And in order to do that, uh, these staff have to step over some obstacles and barriers, which are, in many cases, insurmountable. Yeah. But with God, everything is possible. Yeah. They see that. They recognize that. They're not um, I- impeded by the difficulty of the task. They're filled with great joy. And actually, can I go to Scripture, Wayne? Because there's mm-hmm. one verse sure. that I've been using lately in some of my communications with our staff around the world is— uh, we have some retirements. We have some people who have served for generations um, at FEBC. And I'm reminded of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and I'll go to verse 12. Now we ask you, brothers, to respect those who work hard among you, who are over you in the Lord and who could admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Because of their work, Wayne, because mm-hmm. of what they do, hold these people in high regard. So it gives those of us who aren't challenged with such a difficult assignment in such a difficult place with so many barriers to do something that is the command of the Lord. Hold them in high regard. Honor them. Praise them. Whatever we can do to encourage them, if it's as simple as showing up mm-hmm. and, and speaking with them and encouraging them, listening to their stories— hearing their struggles, praying together with them, that is holding them in the highest regard. Yeah. And as I drop down to verse 16, it says, be joyful always. And one of the things that I have noticed about our staff, so many of our staff, no complaints, no grumbling, uh, no, well, life is hard for me. What are we going to do about this? I need more support. I need more finances. No, no, no. That's not their reaction. Their reaction is always, we are pleased to serve. It is a joy to serve. I'll even quote our brother Jonathan, who's with us here in the studio today. He always says, my joy, my joy. I'll thank him for something, my joy. It's not that they need the gratitude or the appreciation because they're self fueled in their passion with the joy of the Lord. Well, I see why it fires you up, even as you encourage them. And that that's amazing. Where do we find people? I mean, FEBC is known for using 
local broadcasters, people who know the culture, who grew up there, who know the language, who mm-hmm. can speak to their own uh, people in their heart language. Mm-hmm. But how do we find people who are qualified? Well, I'm sure, Wayne, you've heard me say this on many occasions, and I suspect those listening to this podcast may have heard me say this before, but I learned that lesson from our founder, Dr. Bob Bowman, a a humble and gracious man who uh, did phenomenal things for FEBC but never took the credit. And on this subject of how do you find people, uh, Dr. Bowman said, oh, well, you see, we don't find them. God sends them to us. (laughs) <laughs> and and as, as I have struggled over the years, Wayne, to find uh, directors in countries that have less than 1% Christian, so, you know, to use the slang, we're, we're fishing in a tiny pond, mm-hmm. great large countries filled with lots of people. But first of all, how many people are Christians? Less than 1%. How many people are Christians and willing to serve in a ministry? That's a smaller percent. How many people are Christians and willing to serve and have the skills and capabilities to be able to proclaim the gospel on the radio and work hard? And we don't pay exorbitant salaries. We don't have easy lives. And in some cases, this is people signing up for jobs knowing full well that the government will be against them. Yeah, brings a lot Uh, of attention, sure. Yeah, and that local radical groups might hate them and do their very best to oppose them. So it's not an easy task. But, you know, over the years, we have just prayed and believed and trusted that God would send the right person at the right time. We're starting to see some success in that regard, Wayne. We've seen some new people coming to us, and and we sit back and say, how on earth did we find that person until we realize, well, we didn't find them at all. Yeah, right. uh, then we get down on our knees and thank God for the new staff, the new broadcasters. Uh, I was just discussing yesterday with one of our Chinese ministry leaders. Uh, we have found a new person to come here and work in the United States, a, a person who grew up in China, uh, at one time a member of the Communist Party in China, mm-hmm. Um but incredibly gifted, incredibly talented, and a person whose heart was radically changed through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And those are the kind of people we need. Excellent. Excellent. Well, think about uh, some of the places you've been in the last few months and tell me stories of some of these folks who are serving the Lord through FEBC. Yeah. You know, I was just talking with our staff in Kyrgyzstan not long ago. Kyrgyzstan, you know, a former Soviet Union country. Um, It's primarily Muslim at the at this point. Um, we were given a radio station in Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan, which is the capital of the country of Kyrgyzstan, some eight years ago. And um, it was a Christian organization that was operating the radio station. And they said, well, unfortunately, you know, we're really not making much progress here because we we can't put the gospel on in this Muslim country. We're afraid that the radio station will get shut down and um, there will be a lot of opposition from the community. So we're just playing music. And I asked him, well, what what kind of music are you playing? Well, mostly Elvis Presley, they said. So <laughs> I can't imagine that, despite the fact that Elvis did sing some wonderful gospel yeah, songs. Yeah, true, true. I, but <laughs> I can't imagine that's a clear strategy for no. taking the truth of the gospel to a Muslim country like Kyrgyzstan. So uh, our staff started experimenting with gospel presentations with Bible teaching, hesitantly, cautiously, sort of slowly. And what we started hearing from the listeners, Wayne, was 
why do you play so much music when you can teach the Bible the way you do? <laughs> Even from Muslim listeners, they said, you're Christians. You know the Bible. The Bible is a holy book. Teach us what it says. Excellent. So that changed the strategy, huh? It changed the strategy. Actually, we got a, a little afraid at one point because we got a, a visit from the mayor of the city of Bishkek uh, several years after we had the radio station started, and it was around Christmas time, and the staff were concerned. They thought, oh, no, the mayor is coming. They're going to take away our license. They're going to uh, shame us for being infidels or whatever the case was. But when the mayor came, he had several of his staff with him, and they had this enormous, almost obscenely enormous fruit basket. And they said, well, you know, we know that you Christians share gifts at Christmas time, so we're bringing this fruit basket to you as a gift, as a Christian Christmas gift, because so many people in our community have told us that they love your radio station. So it completely backfired. And as God always does, you know, our fear turned out to be his joke. And we laughed, and the mayor was grateful, smiled, greeted the staff, and gave us a fruit basket. Yeah, um, fantastic. You were, asking about, you were asking about finding staff. There was one of the fellows that does uh, an occasional radio program in Bishkek. was a wonderful guy. I love him dearly. I can't talk to him because he speaks Kyrgyz only. And Russian, and I don't speak either of those languages, but he's one of these guys that's constantly smiling. He told me his story. He's a Muslim background believer. He was a radical Muslim at one point, and he found out, Wayne, that his wife was a Christian. She was secretly going to church, and he told her he, if he ever saw her at church again, he was going to break her legs. Mm. True story. Uh, I won't go into any of the details, but this man had dreams uh, Jesus appeared to him in a dream. He became a Christian. His wife didn't believe it. Finally, she accepted it. Uh, and she was with him when he told me this story. She's got tears running down her cheeks. Yes, he truly became a Christian. And he proved it by going to seminary online, getting a seminary degree. And now he does spots on our radio station where he answers questions of local call-in Muslims about the truth of the Christian faith. And I asked him through an interpreter one day, I said, you know, aren't you afraid that these people, they know you, you're in the community, you've been here your whole life. Aren't you afraid of uh, like persecution? And as we were talking through the translator, he, he had a stern look on his face as the translator was explaining in his language. And all of a sudden you saw his face light up with a big smile, which is more typical of his personality. Oh, he said, persecution? I learned in seminary that if we're really Christians, we will be persecuted. So mm -hmm. praise God for persecution. That was his answer. He's not afraid. It's, it's, and it these verifies are the our belief. Huh? <laughs> and you know what? These are the kind of people that God's... How could we find that man? Yeah, We, yeah. we couldn't find him. We're not going to go knock on the door of, of, a, of a person who lived a life sort of being a radical and say... How would you like to come to work with us and do some radio broadcasts about your newfound Christian faith? God sends those people to us, Wayne. Yep. You know, as I've traveled with you to a few of these places, Ed, the thing that encourages me, too, is that we have people of all ages, of course, veteran broadcasters, as well as young people who are uh, working uh, for FEBC and ministering through FEBC. But I am impressed with the number of young people uh, that mm. God seems to place in our care and mm. Uh, I know you have a burden to train them for future leadership as well. So it's a it's a continuum, isn't it, that we 
we're very much aware of. Yeah. And, you know, it's this is another example of how God brings these people to us. We weren't particularly looking for young people, but what we were looking for is people who could use different platforms to engage the listening community. Therefore, you look at social media, oh, Facebook, boy. Instagram, even TikTok in some of our countries. And how do you find people that know how to do that? Well, certainly, Wayne, guys like you and I, we don't even know how to <laughs> spell those We fumble our words. way through, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> right. So I'll quote you just the other day. You told me if I didn't know how to do something, ask my grandson. So, <laughs> <laughs> And he's six months old. <laughs> well, yeah, he, know, he probably knows more than I do about Facebook. But anyway, uh, so we find these people not because... We're, we know how to look for them, but accidentally we're looking for people who are influencers on social media. Are there Christians? Would you be interested in helping us with this? So we find flocks of young people coming to FEBC because they are Christian. They're talented and gifted with their ability to use these social media platforms for the good of advancing the gospel, and therefore they're a perfect fit in the organization. They speak the language of their generation. It's, that's a good way to look at it. FEBC is about the indigenous language, and while they're speaking Kyrgyz, they're also speaking Facebook, you know, so mm-hmm. you're right. They know how to do that. But we're not sitting back idly and just saying, okay, thank God that the Lord sent these talented and gifted and passionate young people to us who are using those platforms. But how do we incorporate that learning across the entire organization? Uh, So what we've done, and I think I've mentioned this before, we've started what we call the Leadership Academy within FEBC. This was a program that we modeled after some really powerful examples in the secular world where organizations, Fortune 500 organizations, are training their emerging leaders in the skills and talents required to really be leaders of the future. What does it take to be a leader? What are the kind of innovative tools that leaders use to inspire people? How do you put together a budget? How do you manage an organization? How do you build a strategy? So we're bringing all these young people together to train them these new skills and capabilities so that 20 years from now, We have a leadership team among FEBC that are not just accidentally assembled, and it's whoever we have, but they're trained. They know each other. They understand how certain countries are using social media and other things more effectively to get the gospel out. So we have an informed and prepared future for the organization. Yeah, just one more thing about it, too, is that even our veterans are committed to this. I I love the fact that those who have been with FEBC for a number of years or are in those senior leadership positions now in places around the world are very intentionally reaching down to help the younger people be trained and and yeah. speak that language yeah. that only they speak yeah. and and see them succeed. I You know, I, I don't sense any hesitancy to give the reins over, so to speak. Well, that's interesting. As a matter of fact, this Leadership Academy that I was just talking about, we explored looking at organizations on the outside who were expert in training young people and developing these leadership skills. But Wayne, the Leadership Academy is totally run by senior FEBC staff training these young people through what they've learned over the decades in serving FEBC. Well, thanks for the conversation. We called it Travels in Truth here today, Ed. I just think it's interesting to uh, pick your brain a little bit about what you see as you go about the world and view the ministry that God has uh, put on the 
on the Far East Broadcasting Company. I know you I want to say one more thing about it. Sure. What I'd like is to ask those listening to this podcast today to pray for these young people. Pray that God would send us gifted and talented young people, consistent with Jesus' prayer that, you know, the harvest is ripe, but there's very few laborers. Mm-hmm. I would ask that you pray that we find these young, talented, gifted laborers and that the success of this Leadership Academy would be one that would shine a bright light on the future of our organization to fulfill our mission, to fulfill the Great Commission. Thank you, Ed. And thank you for listening to Until All Have Heard. If you find these conversations uh, helpful in any way, I hope you'll leave a review wherever you have a chance to review podcasts, whether it's on Apple or Google or even on our own website, febc.org. We'd love to hear your feedback. And uh, we'll be back with another episode real soon. Ed, thank you. God bless you. And uh, we'll talk next time. Thank you, Wayne. God bless you as well. Until All Have Heard is produced by Joe Carlson and Jonathan Mortiz for the Far East Broadcasting Company. Thanks for listening.